1: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: From KMOX Sports. Here's the pitch. A swing and a high fly ball. This could be trouble. It's at the wall. And it's a gunner. Welcome to the Lux International Sports on a Sunday morning. Oh, yeah. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's good to be with you on a Sunday morning as always. Tom Ackerman with you and look who is with us. It is Cardinals manager Mike Schilt, He's stepping up to the microphone. Great to see you as always. Good morning, Tom. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Last time I got to see you, we were doing the garage happy hour together. Yeah, fun I stuff. Appreciate you coming in and doing that. Yeah, that was it
2: was, a, that was a blast. It's
0: great. He wasn't actually in my garage, but he was at his home in North Carolina and we just, you know, sat there and I I uh I in your honor, I think I was having a little uh little Teodos.
2: Yeah, sounds yeah. right.
0: That's not bad. Yeah. Um, how are you, man? Doing well. Doing well, excited. I I can imagine. You're the first person I thought of actually when they I remember Jack Buck there was a Jack Buck special on MLB Network that night that they were showing, and it did not uh, did not get past me that that had happened, that Mr. Buck was on the air when Rob Manfred and the word came out that he said, I'm going to implement a 60-game season, and the union's got this much time to respond. And you kind of knew. They, they, the sides are going to come together at this point, point. I thought, man, Mike Schilt, he's got to be just finally, you know? Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. <laughs> 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 well, how did you feel at that time? And I'm sure you had some insight that that something was going to happen. You were telling us things were going well, and it was the best week between the two sides, even though things leak out in the media and reaction happens, and and there was a lot of negative reaction.
2: Yeah, well, a lot of ebbs and flows clearly over the last several months, and um, you know, you think you take you you not being involved with it was was appropriate. I didn't need to be involved with it, but clearly keeping an ear to the ground and having conversations with. With people to to just set us up to where we could plan with our staff and and the players and physically and you know just get ready for the season when it was going to start. But like I said, always felt comf- comfortable and confident we were going to play. A lot of you know every everybody wanted to play. Everybody wants to play. I don't. I want to make sure that gets represented because that there people were sincere. But you know there are there you know there are things that that needed to be ironed out. And unfortunately, some of it was public. But um, you know that week started to get closer to a. A little bit more of an absolute deadline and, and again reading the tea leaves you could tell people were sincere and and positive about it taking place and and um you know so just a, it was a just a cu- interesting couple of emotions when you finally hear it taking place like you know a a, a relief right you know of of man we, we it got done and then a here we go yeah. you know that that all right you know some a lot of the planning we're, we're doing is it needs to be implemented and and now and in, in still in, in real time we're, we're um, have just and understandably so figuring out all the different logistical things. I can tell you that our staff, field staff, medical staff, um, front office staff, we've done you know clubhouse staff. there's a lot of people this affects you know a lot of tentacles to our operation, as you know. Um, everybody did the best they could to get prepared. Um uh, For what we knew, but we didn't know it all. You know we didn't know all the variables and the dates and the times and, and you know and the and the parameters so um you know that's what's been the last several days and and continue to will be over the next several days um to make sure we're accommodating and getting prepared and being ready so we can execute play play winning baseball that is going to
0: happen soon, so. Really, what I understand is players have been tested, at least the first group, the players who were mm-hmm. in town already, and then there's a 48-hour quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, more testing set for tomorrow is my understanding, right. or today maybe, but tomorrow. It, whatever the case, people are going to be tested, have to sit 48 hours until the tests come out, and then once that happens, they can start working out, what, July 1st, right?
2: Yeah, and, and um, so that, you're right with the timeline. Players that were local and staff, um, our field staff has is, is, Gotten back in town, everybody was tested um, in that group yesterday. In 48 hours, you know, we're it'll be the first litmus test of what what that time frame looks like. Um, we we think that Major League Baseball is going to return that in maybe a little less than 48 hours. But you know, you got 24 hours to get them shipped over, and then a 24 hour you know testing period to to get the results. Um, so we're hopeful that stays pretty much where it is lot of our schedules. We'll work off of that um, loosely, but uh, and then Monday, a group group of players showed up, um, are showing up today. Will show up tomorrow morning. Uh, they don't have to. They don't have to report officially until Wednesday the first. Um, but there is a group that wants to come in and, and be sincere about getting tested and starting a little bit early. Um, and there's a group that that will show up on Wednesday, their actual reporting date, including the players from Latin America. They'll that'll come in, and they may get in a little bit late because they're going to get. Major League Baseball is providing a charter service for them based on all the different travel restrictions. So um, they may get to our hub a little bit later on Wednesday and not get tested till Thursday and be active on Saturday. Um, but the players that have been here, they get tested and cleared. The players that will get tested tomorrow and get cleared by Wednesday, um, we can have some uh, ability for them to work out under some restrictions from um, Major League Baseball at the stadium, which we have been with the local group. And then Friday will be our first full
0: team workout. And that would be July 3rd. And then three weeks from then would be opening day. And like you said, you know, it's time to get to work. Also, that's also work is the social distancing, the Mm -hmm. restrictions, making sure that everybody follows that. We've seen players and staff. It's been reported have tested positive on other teams. So, you know, this is the world that we're in right now is to be careful. It's literally day by day. We're, We're we're just like get through today and then we'll start fresh tomorrow.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right, Tom. Well said. It's literally day by day and you know the initial testing's going to be a um it's going to be a big hurdle for for major league baseball. You know, once that happens again it'll be a day by day we'll be tested um pretty much every other day. But once we have that uh, initial testing then there's clarity of of you know hopefully you know we have everyone's negative and and that's ultimately a positive. Um, and but the fact of the matter is, you know, that that this 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 virus is, is very sincere about, you know, sticking around right now. And uh, we've had an uptick in, in the country and and more in some areas than others. But, um, you know, we'll we'll have a individual, you know, witness test of what we do and how we you know what our numbers look like, hopefully full strength. And then the industry will have that as well. Really, really soon this week. Uh, you know, our place, our facility, KMOX, super clean and sanitized,
0: has been for the last few months as we've, you know, restricted the number of people that can come in and out of the building. And I know that the same is at Bush Stadium. It's mm-hmm. it's a matter of every single person is accounted for. You walk into that uh, facility, you are checked for temperature and they'll check to make sure you don't have symptoms. And I'm, I'm certain there are protocols in place for everything right now.
2: Yeah, same thing. Our testing is very, um, you know, it's it's uh, it's very thorough, and um, the the stadium is, you know, we have tiers. There's tier one, um, which is the players and staff, um, and then there's tier two, which is um, like front office and some and some support staff, um, and they can come and go a little bit. But tier one is pretty much confined to our stadium and the field, Um, and then there's there's a tier three that it also exists, and there's limiting numbers of each tier, um, to your point about is it's a, you know, we've created our own bubble within the stadium, within the organization. It's very streamlined, which I think is a, you know, can be an ultimate benefit to us. We're a fairly streamlined organization anyway, and, and, and lean, and, and um, you know, we're appropriately staffed, but, you know, we, um, so, you know, we, we, and we're tight, and we work together, and um, but yeah we don't have a we don't have a ton of um a ton of extra people floating around um and then you know away from the field, everybody just got to be responsible and and um you know still live and have families and um but we have responsibility to the to the team as well
0: all right and so you have a sixty man roster, but not all sixty will be there for that reason you don't want everybody crowded together so you have and today's the day where you finalize that sixty man or you have to have it submitted and then Sixteen of those go to Springfield.
2: Is that right? Yeah, that's a question for Mo with yeah. that number. And that he'll be on final. That, that's a, he'll be on at
0: eleven thirty. Yeah, you, you have some, and... Yeah, you got
2: him. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, the number is sixty. Has to be finalized today. I know we're having forty four at our at, at our facility here at Bush, and um, you know we'll have a camp in Springfield, um, Bush too, um, and uh, you know we'll, we'll, that number will, uh that camp will start. Mo can give you more specifics on that a little bit beyond our camp. And then we'll segue from our 44 to our 30 over the next three weeks, starting July, July 3rd.
0: Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, And again, John Moselock will be with us at 1130 here, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. They're calling that Bush Stadium South down there. I love that.
2: Bush Stadium South, I love
0: it. I love it. I love that ballpark too, Hammonds Field and Springfield. And I love Bush Stadium. What was that like? I asked you on the show a couple weeks ago what your emotions would be. What was it like walking – into your office again but maybe more importantly up the dugout stairs to that beautiful green grass
2: um, it's 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 almost hard to capture because it, it literally for me it takes take, took my breath away and it's not that you forget um, but it's it's a wonderful reminder just how special that place is and it just hits you when you walk up and, and you walk up the steps and you come through a tunnel and you you come out and then it's just boom it's there. And, um, you know, just it's, first of all, the field looks amazing. Billy Finley and his crew have done a tremendous job of keeping the field in great shape. It's just gorgeous. Um, and then the stadium itself, you know, it's just such a beautiful stadium and it's well thought out and it's classic, um, and, and timely. Uh, and then you look out and you see the additions to ballpark village and, you get you get appreciation for what's going on there and, and the magnitude of, of you know the what we do with the St. Louis Cardinals and um, but also it's been interesting, Tom, is I've had the blessing to be able to to walk out or be there right around there. Um, you know, Yachty walked out yesterday, um, or the day before yesterday when he's back in town and and just just observing him and walked out and walked to the steps and just you just see joy in his face, and he's just so happy. And, he, you know, he articulated it too, and you're like, man, baseball heaven. And um, same thing, I was behind Harrison Bader walking up the steps for his first time looking at the stadium, you know, two and a half, three weeks ago, and he looks up and just, man, and Clinton and Jutron, our bullpen catcher, one of our bullpen catchers, um, was there yesterday. I was like, you just appreciate how beautiful this place is. And it's just, you know, Brian Eversger, our bullpen catcher, coach same thing you just you just appreciate and and, uh, just enjoy being being back in that setting so so majestic and magnificent
0: isn't it great to be around people that share the same love and passion as you do it's the
2: best it really is you know professionally um, can't ask for much more and you know we were talking earlier about you know getting started in baseball and you know one of the common bonds that 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 are shared about the game of baseball is just that is, is, the, the feelings that it, it brings into you, you know, and, and it is great because you know, and that's why I'm so happy about the game getting started again, because the game is so beautiful and, and the game is, you know, it's going to evolve most, most everything evolves, you know, we're going to have, you know, different rules and, and that's, that's fine. You know, it's, it's part of it. um, But effectively the core of the game is still a beautiful, beautiful um thing to be a part of and watch and, it gets in people's DNA. It gets in your blood, and and whether you're a, a fan or a manager or a player, or, you know there's a common bond of what that, that magic looks like and that feel looks like and those memories look like. And you know they're going to be a little different. And they're going to change a little bit now, but nonetheless, they'll still they'll still be there. But you know, working together with a bunch of people that have passion for their sport and passion for um, our organization with the Cardinals and, and passion for our group and passion for us us being the best version of ourselves and winning is, is um, you know, it's quite a blessing. They will be defending their NL Central title. The St. Louis Cardinals
0: are ready for 2020. Manager Mike Schilt is with us. I'm Tom Ackerman. Our producer is James O'Sullivan. We'll take a quick break, come back, and have more of the Mike Schilt Show on sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX.
1: Now, back to the Mike Schilt Show
0: on your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals, KMOX. Welcome back to the show. Cardinals manager Mike Schultz is with us. It's 1024, and it is an exciting day. The sun was out a little bit here in downtown St. Louis. Mostly cloudy, though. Nice, warm, baseball-like day, man. St. Louis
2: humidity. Here yeah, it is. The uh, weather this past week has been great. Great baseball weather. You know, it's summer sport meant to be played. and A little bit of heat, a little humidity, and um decided so to get back to the workouts. So what's it been like
0: over there? The, the workouts have been small yes. and not... Team organized, but right. players who want to come out. What what sort of things do they do?
2: Yeah, it's player driven. Um, you know, we're there to support the players, really, regardless um, whether we're in the season, out of the season, or. Um, but but right now, I mean, you know, there's just um, there's parameters that Major League Baseball put forth as far as number of players, um, you know, participating at a time, and uh, we've been able to adhere to that. But you know, we've got a good group of guys that are super sincere. Um, all our guys are, I, you know, as, a, as a pause there, Tom, our group has been amazing with how they've um, figured out a way to stay in shape and stay ready and get their work in. And whether they've, um, regardless whether they're um, physically here um, or in Jupiter, um, across the country, regardless of country, this has been a super dedicated group to staying ready physically and mentally. The group here has been able to, you know, KK, Wayno, um I've thrown some live BPs to um, Wong and and De Young and and Bader and Edmund. Johnny Gant started throwing some live BPs. Jordan Hicks is throwing some sides, um, and then the position players. Of course, Yachty came in a couple of days ago. Got some at bats against Johnny Gant in a live setting. Um state took BP on the field yesterday. A lot of those guys are taking BP, um, getting their ground balls, so they're they're getting their work in.
0: Well, if you have one of those. New apartments at one. What is that? One Cardinal Way. Yep. You got the spot, man. You got the spot. You can, yeah. You can put some binoculars on them and watch them work out a little bit. There
2: were some people uh, encouraging Yachty yesterday. Uh, you <laughs> it's know, awesome. From from somewhere we couldn't figure out where, but you know somebody was hanging from something, hopefully safely. Yeah, I hope uh, so. You know, and um, and and being encouraging. He is uh,
0: so happy. I was telling you off the air. I saw his Instagram post. It took a selfie. Uh, with the ballpark in the background that big smile on his face and you mentioned him showing up a little early you really have to love it if you're lasting as long as he is i mean i know he has talent don't get me wrong but it's all about your your passion and love for it he loves that game of baseball
2: he just does we you know we alluded to it earlier about you know being with like-minded people that love the game and, and everybody does and um but there's varying degrees of everything right and you're talking about the Apex of of love, passion, dedication uh, for the game of baseball. I think I've shared this story with it, but it's worth repeating. And, and he just he just loves it. But um, you know we have a we have a play that we use. Um, I won't get into the specifics of it, but we talk through it over the um, regular spring training. We talk through it um, a little bit in some of our Zoom chats and in uh, in some private conversation with the audience one on one, talking about some things. And so two days later, he sends me a a, a um, a clip of a, the pickoff play we've talked about from a Japanese league game from two years ago. Huh. Like how does in the world does this guy find this clip? And um, but that's a, just a, that's just who he is. That's part of what makes him special. Clearly the talent, but he's a, um, he's just a, a great compilation of everything that's right about our our game and and, and, the, and what it takes to play our game and, and at the end of the day be a winning player
0: i remember doing uh they called it back then gosh what was it called so, uh it was a social media gathering of players so i hosted it in the bow tie bar in left field before the game so after bp the the cardinals sent some players up there with me and we had fans in the bar and the the players lined up next to me it was carp and and a couple other guys this was like 2014 i think 2015 and I asked them, one of the fans submitted a question, which player on the team would you like to switch with for a day? Or who, who would you like to be? Every single one of them said Yachty. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's our guy. And at the same time, Adam Wainwright has um, has set the standard as a human being as well. And he's kind of like a spiritual leader. Like, if I, if I were to pick somebody to lift my spirits, I would... I would lean on Adam Wainwright to tell it to me straight. That's the thing; he'll be honest and straight yep. with you, but yep. extremely positive.
2: Yeah, and I'm glad you brought him up because we're talking about passion and love and dedication to the game. Um, you, you know, know's right there as well. Um, he, you ought to see his his um, his live BPS. He's as professional and focused and and dedicated as as and that's who he is. He's you know, I talk about habits a lot with you know, and good habits and you know repeating what you do regardless of circumstance and that's Wayno um and he goes out there he's got this unbridled enthusiasm and passion and love and you can see it out there he's pitching out there and there's a zero nobody in the stands and there's no scoreboard on but there's a scoreboard in his head and he's competing and he's getting after and he's got and he's running out and he's wanting to throw the ball down and throw the ball around and um play the game and um you know, but back to the leadership. He's everybody's got their own style, and I appreciate the fact that Yadi's got his style, and and it, and it's one that serves our our clubhouse well. And and has got his style. He's servant um, leadership, and he cares for people as does Yadi. And um, but he is that guy that'll give you truth, and and comes from a place of, of greater good. And uh, but both of them have a, um, which is what a good leadership's about. When when. You know, it's it's bigger than you are and it's about the greater good, and they both have that vision and, and, and articulate it and, and but more importantly live it. Yeah, I think back to
0: March twelfth, that was the last game that you had. It was against mm-hmm. the Marlins at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium, and Claves and I were calling the game, and I remember it was such a strange feeling because we knew that was it. The mm-hmm. uh, more we were 99% sure that after that game they were gonna call spring training in fact We weren't even sure they were gonna play that game mm-hmm. and I know that players had things floating in their minds and mm-hmm. you know Trying what what do I do with my family? Mm-hmm. And here's Adam Wainwright with an unbelievable curveball. He was completely locked in any player might could have made an excuse and be like mm-hmm. yeah You know I just didn't have it today is thinking about other things. He was unbelievably good that day.
2: He's locked in he's way No, yeah, we won three nothing um, <laughs> And he was he was great, you know, efficient, command of all his pitches, great curveball, um, you know, locating his heater, um, just carving.
0: Carving. He looked great.
2: Uh, I'm looking forward
0: to that first game. I know there's a lot between now and then, and there will be a lot of work to get to, and you can't really start the conversation about your players without going Yachty and Bueno. So I'm glad we talked about them. But when we come back, I do want to get into some of your players. You have a fascinating team with a lot of depth and a fascinating situation. 60-game sprint. Here we go. So we'll discuss that a little bit about your club. We'll come back and continue the Mike Schultz Show on KMOX. Tom Ackerman with the Cardinals manager right after this. Now, back to the Mike Schultz Show on your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals, KMOX. Tom Ackerman back with you. It is the Mike Schilt Show. Great to have the Cardinals manager with us as we continue to count down towards the opening of summer training, let's call it, spring training 2.0 training. It's going to be good no matter what, just to get everybody back on the field, Mike. I know it's exciting for you. and it I've always thought that spring training is everybody's important, but it's ultra important for those pitchers Mm -hmm. to kind of stretch themselves out and get get going. Three Mm -hmm. weeks seems like... Enough time to do that?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's a reason for the length of spring training. Um, that is, you know, forty days was the amount of time for spring training for the pitchers. Thirty-four days for the position players. Um, you know, the position players will tell you it's a little long for them. It's probably appropriate amount of time for the for the pitchers. Um, you know, building them up um, from a starting standpoint, getting them to that you know ninety pitch markish. Um, and it's also important to build those relievers up to where they can get, um, you know, their, their inning in, uh, and then also be able to to eventually get to where they can go back to back, built up to back to backs, and then, um, you know, built up to a, a one plus scenario. And that, that takes some, takes a little bit of time. Um, so we did have a little bit of time clearer for that to happen, and but that was been three, over three months now. Um, and so Guys have been throwing. I mentioned Wayno and KK. I know Jack's thrown some live. Some other guys have thrown some live BPs. Um, so you know, the three weeks will be a, a a good start to getting guys built up. Some will be a little more ahead of others, um, mainly based on what their availabilities were over the break. Um, and so you know, it's uh, it's it's gonna we're gonna take inventory of every single guy we already have. We'll see it. Um, you know, we've seen a couple guys already. Now we'll see a couple guys more new this week uh, with Mad Dog and Gertie, and and we'll take a temperature of where the guys are, and then we'll we'll spend the three weeks to individually and collectively get them ready for the season, and make sure we keep them and stay you know healthy.
0: Your rotation is still very strong. I mean, Jack Flaherty and and Carlos Martinez and Adam Wainwright and Miles Michaelis, and then there's uh Dakota, well Dakota Hudson, but there's yeah. of course Dakota Hudson, but there there's a uh the question as to who else uh, could jump in. I mean, I mentioned Carlos already, but yep. there, there's a, an opportunity there for a number of, like you have so many, you, you mentioned John Gann already. You mentioned KK. Mm-hmm. I don't want to leave anybody out, so I'm not going to go down the whole list, but yep. you um, have, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, Ponce de Leon would be a starter on any major league club. I think I mean, it, or close to it. He's, he's really good. It's just the fact that you have a lot of depth.
2: We do. I've got good starting depth. and guys we mentioned, um, you know, Cabrera was getting some work as a starter. Um, you know, Alex Reyes has started in the past, Austin Gomber, um, and then the group we mentioned. So, you know, look at the schedule um and, and see what that looks like and, and but we've got, you know, Miles is back and throwing and, and recovering well and looks like he's in a in a good place to be able to start in a normal setting when we when we get going again. So um yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of quality options. You do. You mentioned
0: Jordan Hicks earlier. Mm-hmm. How has he looked at? That is a big-time arm right there that I know has sort of eased his way back from surgery.
2: Yeah, you know what? He's, uh, he's um, proud of Jordan. Um, he's, he's gone about the um, tedious task of rehabbing, which is it is. It's, it's tedious. It um, can be monotonous. Um, patience is required. A lot of um, dedication and discipline is required. Um, and, and Jordan's been been sincere in every, every component of that to getting back on the field, and it's paying off. You know, he's um, back, he's throwing bullpens. Um, you know, fastball changeup right now. Um, the slider will probably get introduced sometime fairly soon. You know, clearly we want to make sure he's – he's. Um, we don't want to rush him. We don't want to hold him back. We just want to – we don't want to put any timelines on it. Um, we just want to make sure that um, kind of like you said, everybody going to day-to-day, you know, he's, he's, he's having a good day. He's recovering well. He takes the next step that's logical, and then we progress him that, that makes sense for him um, to be able to come back and not only be healthy to contribute this year, uh, and then but also clearly to, to be able to contribute in years, years to come.
0: i oh, was sorry to hear about Brevia and, and his Tommy John, although it's become a common occurrence in our game. Yeah. You hate to see that happen to anybody.
2: You do. Um, you know, we, we guys take care of themselves. We try to do the best we can to take care of them. Fact of the matter is, there, um, you know, there's, a, there's attrition. that takes place on, you know, when you throw and you get after it like our guys do and, and our sport does. But um, you know, Brev's has been a, you know, been a, a nice part of what we've been able to do, you know, the last couple of years. A good contributing piece on the mound a contributing piece in the in the clubhouse um, as well. So, you know, he started. He felt something right at the end of spring training, um, and 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 didn't recover as well from it. And uh, we went through a couple of non-invasive things that, that um, took place that we had time for, for, you know, about six weeks or so. And then it just got to a point where when he came back to throw from some of the recovery things we were um, medically doing with him, he just wasn't recovering. And, and um, you know, Dr. Paletta did his, did his Tommy John. And, you know, when they got in there, he realized it was necessary to have it happen. and, and um, But it went very well. And he's he's, um, he's on, a, on the path of recovery.
0: And again, I don't want to leave anybody out. That's, I always worry about doing that. But you have some really good options on the back end. I mean, if Jordan's not ready to go, you have Geo, you have Miller, you have uh, Helsley, mm-hmm. Alex Reyes. How's Alex?
2: Alex's been good. You know, um, again, we haven't been able to eyes on him. He was able to come to the complex in Jupiter a handful of times um, and talking to him fairly regularly. He feels healthy and Um, you know, everything medically and all the stuff he's doing, working out, his body's in shape, he's recovering, he's getting his long toss in, he's getting his bullpens in, he's got a few, I think he's got a live or two in, Um, BP faced a few hitters, Um, and, you know, everything continues to improve, it sounds like, Um, and then as importantly, he's he's been able to recover. Uh, And and, uh,
0: going back to your left and right options, you do have a lot there in the bullpen, and then kind of switching over to position players... (laughs) Uh, you have a pretty good balance there. Do you feel pretty good about what you have from the left side uh, yeah. coming off the
2: bench? Yeah, you know I do. You know you've got um, of course Carp, who was having a, a really good spring and um, feels like he's in a good place and is taking advantage. And 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 you know his his work's been positive. The feedback's been positive. Um, so you got Carp. You've got you know Tommy Eben clearly switch hits. Dexter switch hits. Colton from the left side. Um, you know Weeder switch hitter. Um, which is always nice and all those guys are switch hitter capable from both sides of the plate um then Brad Miller you know takes professional takes professional at bat and um you know so you've got you know Justin Williams a younger younger player and of course our man Dylan Carlson switch hitter um so we do have have options from the left side that we that we feel good with pretty deep outfield and an outfield competition sparks back up again it does um you know we we um Never say never, but, you know, with the DH in place, um, you know, it creates more opportunities for a few guys. Lefty, righty, been on matchups. Um, so, you know, yeah, O'Neill and um, Bader and all these guys have been down in Jupiter. Harrison's now been here and, and um, been working hard, working smart. I know Lane Thomas is getting, has been getting good work in. Of course, Dex is going to be in right. And, um, you know, Dylan's gotten his work in, you know, as well. And, um Austin Dean has been able to get some work in, I believe, as has Justin Williams. So, um, and of course, you know we know Tommy Evans can go out there and, and play it and 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 you know get it done and compete. Um, Brad Miller's had some time out there, so um, you know it's it's there's options.
0: I saw someone make a joke. I don't know, maybe it was on Twitter, it's just a joke. But they said, you know, Yachty's going to try to play all sixty, right? <laughs> Might have been Yachty. <laughs> <laughs> you have your backup situation's good. I mean, you do you feel good about the the growth of Kisner? And you have you have others in the minor leagues behind him too. But of course, Matt Weeters.
2: Yeah, I mean, let's start with Weedy. Just, uh, I mean, this is a guy that has um, I use this term, and I don't use it lightly, only when it's applicable. But um, residual value. This is a, a pros pro a guy that's you know been a very good player in the major league level for a long time, and, and was a contributor for us last year that, that, on and off the field. And, um, you know, he'll be ready. He'll be ready every day. You know, you know, Yachty's going to want to carry the mail and get the bulk of it. Um, but we has got his good, you know, he'll be ready to go, you know, if and when called upon, um, in any scenario. And he's also super smart baseball guy. This guy is, um, really intelligent. Sees the game. Well, and the great thing about Weedy of many is the fact that not only is he dedicated himself to, to being ready and do his prep work, but but he also uses that intelligence to help others. He's very sincere about being available and has been to help grow others in our clubhouse. And, um, you know, I can't can't say enough about the way he goes about it and, and the value he brings to our club, even when he's not on the field. Um, and Kiz has done, you know, did a nice job. You know, Yachty was out a little bit last year and Weedy and Kiz both did nice jobs to, to um, allow us to continue to play good baseball. And Kiz has grown, continues to grow. We all do every day, you know, and we're all seeking continual improvement, including me. And um, But Steven calling the game, doing the little things that, that you know, that, that we expect out of that position to, to allow us to, to, to win ball games, and, you know, has, has a you know good approach with the bat and, and has some ability with the bat as well. So, you know, Kiz is a guy that, you know, um, that's there if we need him as well, and then, you know, some of the catchers like Goodoy will be there as a steady guy that's been a been a solid stabilizer in the minor leagues. That's that's very competent, steady player, and um, you know Herrera is a younger player that that um, really had a good spring first time we'd seen him. But younger guy that that um, goes about. It. I don't like to. I shouldn't say younger. I, I say it just to frame his experience. But the fact of the matter is, younger players, you know, with with sincerity and dedication and. And maturity and and um, ability, you know, we've seen a lot of really good players that have come up. that are younger players. I mean, Yachty was, you know, don't forget he started at twenty or twenty-one in two thousand four, catching on the team that went to the World Series. So, um, you know, Herrera's is a you know young, good young player as well. So, um, we've got got a you know a to number four.
0: You have some established veterans, don't you? That first baseman, Paul Goldschmidt, <clears throat> that was a down year offensively for him, and it was still a good year. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's. How is he doing, and uh, what do you what do you see for him?
2: He's doing great. Um, you know, I just appreciate the steadiness of Goldie. Um, you know, I mentioned the offense, and and gosh, I think he hit thirty six homers. <laughs> you know, pretty some, good, and some big ones. Um, but I get it; he's got yeah. high standards, yep. and you know, he, he has them. You know, that's the thing about him whether it's Goldie or really plug in the name of our team. Every guy has a high standard of of accomplishment and, and expectations, and and the team has high standards, and we embrace them individually and as a group. But, um, yeah, Goldie's been great. He's been down at Jupiter and, um, you know, being smart. And, you know, he had a little elbow thing going on that that he's been able to get behind him and and, and take care of and feels good, you know, physically. And, you know, he's going to work like the rest of our group and be intentional about working smart. And, and um, you know, he texted me the other day, and we, t- we talked about 10 days ago. He texted me the other day. He's like, um, I and we will be ready to go.
0: I'd like to hear it. Yep. Mike Schilt, the Cardinals manager with us. Quick break. We'll come back for a final word right after this. Now, back to the Mike Schilt Show on your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals,
2: KMOX. All
0: right, just a few more minutes left with Mike Schilt. Really appreciate the Cardinals manager not only with us today, but it has been three months since we started the first show. Can you believe that? It was March 29th, and I remember you told me, you said, Tom, I want to do this show because... I think it gives the fans something to talk about, but also gives them a sense of normalcy. Hearing a couple guys talk some ball for an hour is not such a bad thing in, in what has been a very difficult time for a lot of
2: people. Yeah, you know what? It's been a nice um, nice little break for me, you know, to be able to, I mean, I say that, you know, during the course of the weeks, been able to talk and play in and, um, you know, initially just make sure everybody was safe and healthy and, and um, you know, secure, but... Um, yeah, I just—it's uh, definitely something you know that I look forward to, and always to look forward to every week to, to be able to spend some time with you and be able to share some of what's going on with our um, amazing fan base. No, well, it's been fun, and it's
0: going to be a different season. I mean, a sixty-game season is a sprint. Got to get off to a great start, obviously, to get yourself going and and see what happens. And and you know what? There's a lot of stuff that you'll have to do for the first time. We're starting a runner at second mm-hmm. in extra innings, DH. These are things, just part of what will be a way to grab people's attention again, not that those two things do, but something, if you're a baseball fan and you were turned off by the negotiations, there's probably something that will hook you back in about the game that will make it click again.
2: Yeah, you know, it's it's still the the game, it's still competition, there's still, you know, a lot of the nuances of the game um, still exist, and... The strategy of the game—they've changed a little bit, like you mentioned, the DH and the, you know extra innings starting a runner at second. Um, the three batter minimum is probably one of the bigger changes that cannily, uh hasn't been discussed a whole lot, but um, it's going to be it's going to be important to, to to you know manage and, and handle and um, but we will and um, we'll take their best the best our ability, but ultimately it's the game and it's a wonderful game that we all love and it's just going to be good and the game will. The game will take care of, um, the game has always taken care of itself, so to speak. And, you know, we'll go out and we'll play it and our guys will enjoy it and we're we'll, um, looking forward to get back on that field.
0: Starting a runner at second base is something that we've already seen, seen it in the minors, mm-hmm. seen it internationally mm-hmm. too, right?
2: That's correct, yeah. It's not anything that's, that's completely different to our game, just different and new to the major league level. And, um, you know, we've had some conversations. We'll have more of them with um our minor league managers that have managed those situations have already had some some of those conversations and then also um internationally had some conversations with people that have experience with it and you know there's just different theories about it you know of course whether you're the home team or the road team is going to going to matter a little bit and but it's really going to get down to execution and ultimately the whole game's about execution so you know that's what our game's predicated upon is making sure we we execute um and regardless of situation and, and those will be situations that we know are fixed, so we know we can work on them. Um, but the team that executes the team that ultimately is going to most of the time, you know, I say shake hands after the game, but, you know, um, you know, whatever that new uh, celebratory uh, postgame looks like. But, but you know, allow us to be able to, to have a smile on our face in the end.
0: And L-Central, A-L-Central. That's uh, yeah. It'll be competitive. I mean, it, it, these major league clubs are all on the starting block right now.
2: Yeah, and, yeah you know, it's
0: anybody anybody is is at play here
2: that's right you know everybody's starting in the same spot with 60 to go and um, that's not typically the case with 60 to go but that's you know this is a typical season but that's where we are and and um you know we're just gonna focus on which we always have people ask you know is it a sprint and every it's a sprint marathon and you know it's a little less of a marathon clearly but you know we take our best shot every day we prepare to play every day we prepare to to win every day and and um and we also see continual improvement. This is why, you know, after every game we we look at what what took place and we look to, to make it better the next day and, and get better as we go and, and be the best at getting better and and um you know that's what we'll do and, and um you know that'll be our that'll be um our best shot and we'll take our best shot and feel good about it.
0: Appreciate the time very much. Good luck over there and next Sunday we'll talk to you and we'll See how those first few workouts went. All right, Tom, appreciate it. Have a blessed day. You too. There's Cardinals manager Mike Schilt with us. I'm Tom Ackerman. We'll come back after the 11 o'clock news. We'll talk a little bit about the new PGA Tour Champions event coming to Norwood Hills. We'll also hear a little bit of Tony La from my Garage Happy Hour on Thursday. He was a lot of fun, the Hall of Famer. Cardinals president of baseball operations John Mosaylock at 1130. And don't forget, it's game five of the 2013 NLDS Cardinals and Pirates